Picture this. You're a young actor rehearsing on the stage of the Breton Park Theatre in Pretoria. The night before your big performance, you're fixated over the lines you'll be acting out. But suddenly, you're distracted by the sounds of feet dragging and the hair on your arms start to rise. Suddenly, a spectre in the form of a woman dressed in white appears in front of you from the dressing room. She asks you, Where are my children? And then you open the fru fru fru. It is not so snow, but all here is it is on seven hours, six hours, I can hear so. You look easy and 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 is it donker donker donker. You can hear him through your ears. And as she half part there is, then comes she in the dressing room. And she says to me, Jan, where is my kennis? That is scary, hoor. I say, no, I don't know, but what is your kennis' name? That was the voice of Uam Jan van den Brink. He used to work for the Breitenbach Theatre, worked for them for over 20 years as prop designer for aspiring theatre students. He's an elderly man with thin brim glasses, gentle and quite friendly. He's also Dutch and can't really speak English very well. The female ghost that Uam Jan mentioned is Hedda. She was a nurse when the theater was still a hospital during the flu epidemic that broke out after the First World War. Wamyan describes her as a beautiful woman, regularly mentioning how striking her beauty is, appearing to be quite taken by her. And but it, but for me, like it uh, was it a very wonderful girl, mooi figuur. Al had zij die die nurse pak aan gehad. Nee, dat was een very aangename dame. Yan isn't the only person who's seen her. Students he's worked with have even run away after laying their eyes upon Hedda. He spoke about how students didn't even want to stay late at the theater in fear of Hedda. Elke ochtend en partijker in die aand. Maar bij keer in die aand als ons hier studie decor afbreek op een zaterdag. Die studenten wil niet samen met mij weer snijden. Dan, dan ga ik zo toe, zet al die lichten af en dan kom ik hier naartoe. En dan komt zij weer. Jan, daar is mijn kennis. <laughs> Oom Jan, on the other hand, seemed to be fond of her. Die eerste paar keer was het, had ik gewoon een vlees gekregen. <laughs> ja. Maar daarna raak ik gewoond aan haar. Recht of waar, dan is het eigenlijk... Als ze niet hier dan is, niet dan voel je ongemakkelijk. Waar ik zei, hoe komen ze niet hier zo niet? The Breitenbach Theater is quite dainty compared to the size of modern theaters. It's quaint, with the auditorium seats upholstered in velvet red. One can see from marks and scratches on the stage that the theater's aged with many stories to tell. But as said earlier, Breitenbach Theater was not always what it is today. In fact, it has quite a colorful origin story. It started as a community hall for German natives to meet and host festivals. If you went outside the theater, you'd see an inscription, German community hall, but written in German. But during the flu epidemic in 1918, the hall soon was transformed into a hospital. That's the period when Hedda worked there as a nurse, 
she was said to look after the sick children. Under the current theatre stage was the mortuary of the hospital. The small loading dock to remove the dead bodies still exists there. That was one of the sickest. Here was a lake. And then the lake was thrown on the And then on the other side is an opening. But that's a door. And then there was a lake thrown. Yeah, that was a lelike thing. So. Ja, dat was erg hoor. En uh, die, die uh, studenten en meewerkers werkers bang om onderkant toe te gaan. Als ik niet samen ga, niet gaan hulle niet onderkant toe. After its time as a hospital, the building was used for a number of purposes. A school for needlework, an art studio. But in 1955, the National Theatre Organization acquired the building and it became a theatre. They renamed it Breitenbach in honor of Dr. Pietrus Philippus Benjamin Breitenbach, fondly known as Uam Breki. He was kind of an activist for arts. Breitenbach Theatre became one of the best-known playhouses in the country in its heyday, but unfortunately lost its prominence when the State Theatre was opened in 1981. Technicon Pretoria, now known as Tswane University of Technology, brought the theatre in 1984. Now it stands as a humble, somewhat grassroots auditorium for small production professionals and theatre students. Uh, we were sitting in the auditorium and uh, there was children running around laughing. Of this bird box, we we heard some some strange strange voices. That's Vainan Fancel of Phoenix Paranormal South Africa, which is basically a version of Ghost Hunters. They've visited many haunted places, including the Breitenbach Theatre. The theatre is dear to Vainan's heart as he used to attend to UT, and he assures that he's seen the ghosts. The activity that we have found there, um, we did an investigation there, when was it? 2016 Halloween, um, exactly on the night of Halloween. We had a whole bunch of photographers there to come and assist us with the, the investigation. And uh, we had camera bags being moved around. Hedda wasn't the only paranormal entity they've encountered. Apparitions of children laughing, sounds of ghostly piano playing, and a new ghost that many have not heard of. Uh, on, a, on, a, on a previous occasion, there was one of, a, one of the actresses who... Then recently, she recently died, and after that, the investigation took place, and she was sort of trapped in one of the um, dressing rooms, and she was very, very aggressive. Um, even attacked some of our investigators. Luckily, they didn't walk away with scratches, um, which is usually the case. Aggressive ghosts that scratch, that's enough to give you the Mufasa shivers. And then we also found that... Um, down the basement, underneath the stage, once again, with a, you know, it's it's very dark, it's very damp, it's it's very claustrophobic down there, and that's usually when there's a 
a few investigators who aren't as strong um, mentally, you know, when you're, when you're feeling a little bit off, and so they do take advantage of that. So once they sense, or once that specific entity senses that, he or she will come out and sort of just turn the whole atmosphere upside down. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, that, that can get quite scary. Another terrifying experience was when the lights above the stage suddenly fell. Uam Yan spoke about how the ropes attached to the lights looked like it was cut with a blade, but there was no explanation on who cut it. Similar to the actors waiting backstage for the queue to go on and wow the audience, it seems that Hedda waits backstage too and sees Wormian as a queue to make herself visible to ask about the children that once frequented the venue in its previous life as a hospital. Losing children in an operating theatre, Hedda now searches for them in a performing theatre. But aside from the beautiful, delicate nurse, there appears to be more that maybe you should watch out for, as these spirits also lurk behind the scenes of the theatre, searching for victims in a weakened mindset that could see you being cut in both senses of the word. In the next and last episode, we go back to the city of Johannesburg, to the Sunnyside Park Hotel in Parktown, where the graceful apparition of the Duchess of Cornort appears. This episode of Haunted was produced by Abigail Javier and Ahmed Kaji. It was narrated by Ayanda Nyati and edited by Peter Turon. To get a sneak peek of these ghostly places, visit ewn.co.za forward slash haunted.